With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jesus Christ. Jason's alive. He killed my friend. Now he's coming for me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. Hi, Mrs. Ward. An old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Blood. I'm your host, Nathan Barker, and also joining me is co-host Eric Walford. Hey, what's up, y'all? And also joining us tonight is guest host Vincent DeSanti, the producer of the upcoming Friday fan film Never Hike Alone, which our regular listeners will recognize him from being on some prior episodes. So just like to say a big thanks for joining us, and how are you doing tonight, Vin? Of course. Thanks for having me on, guys. I'm uh, happy to be here to talk about the game. Awesome. Well, as many of you Friday fans know, the highly anticipated Friday the 13th video game was released last Friday, May 26th. And now that it has been out for nearly a week, I figured we could discuss the game and our own experiences with it. As the gamers are already aware, there have been issues with the servers and some players not being able to sign on as much as others, if at all, over the weekend. So some have had a chance to play more than others. But we're not here to discuss the servers or any of the tech issues tonight, but just the overall game experience for us diehard Friday fans. Now, I cleared my schedule for the game's release, and over the past five days, I've played about eight to ten hours a day. So currently, I have somewhere between, I'm guessing, between 40 and 50 hours, somewhere in that range. And my first thoughts into the first few minutes of the game were basically just, you know, how cinematic it is. I mean, it's so suspenseful and awesome with the uh, classic Harry Manfredini score that we were very looking forward to. I mean, we knew what he brings. Uh, We knew what it was going to be like, having seen some of the trailers. And in general, it obviously takes a while to get used to controllers and settings, et cetera, et cetera. But that was my first thought was, wow, you know, that classic Friday feeling with the music. Um, That was just my thoughts without getting into really any gameplay, just, uh, you know, walking around and, you know, hearing the sounds and, you know, not really knowing what to expect. You know, I've seen the trailers, but, you know, you hear the sounds and Jason approaching and the music growing and getting more suspenseful. And that was my first thoughts, you know, like I said, without without knowing anything else, just walking around and checking shit out. I was just like, wow, this is, this is going to be a classic Friday fun game. Now, Eric, I don't know how much you've had a chance to play since we didn't really get a chance to play together much over the weekend, but what were your thoughts just within your first few minutes of play yourself? Well, I wish I would have been able to play more. Of course, it's Memorial weekend and uh, we've got family south of here. And, but I, I was up at, basically when it was released uh early in the wee morning hours of friday and played all the way until saturday and at first glance i couldn't help but to see how cinematic it is it's 
it's even awesome being a bystander watching the game. It's like we get a Friday movie, and it's it's odd. I I I loved it. There there have been issues, and I didn't ex I I didn't expect absolute perfection. I expected the ability to update and get stuff fixed more so than the initial release without like the hard disk or anything like that. And I mean, just thumbs up everywhere. I mean, great job guys at Ilphonic and gun media for doing what no one else has before. Oh, absolutely. Big thumbs up to them. You know, obviously there were some issues and you know, I, the one thing that I will say about that without really discussing it any further is, and it's just like we discussed earlier, it really kind of says something when you have that much of an overload that, you know, how many people actually are wanting to play and how many fans are out there. So to have the issues, it's almost like, uh, it's almost kind of like a, wow, you know, if I were them, it would almost be something where I felt, you know, proud that my product, you know, drew that many people in unexpectedly, you know, basically more than double what they thought that it was. But then again, on the other hand, it creates you serious work to do to, to play catch up. But it's kind of a, a double-edged sword. You know, you, you kind of got to think about it that way, too. And I think a lot of fans, after they stepped back and looked at the big picture, they probably understood, you know, yeah, I mean, you can look at numbers and you can project, you know, how many you think are going to play, but then all of a sudden, boom, you know, there's more than double. And things happen with the technology side of it that, like I said, we're not here to discuss that. It is what it is. So, but yeah, you know, definitely cinematic. I mean, it does kind of feel like you're basically in a movie and like you said, as a spectator, I have to agree. And watching the trailers, I kind of thought that's how it would be once the game rolled out is, you know, even if you're over at a friend's house and they're playing or something, you're just as entertained as they are. But yeah, uh, Vin and I have had a chance to play together quite a bit over the last four or five days. I mean, many, many hours. And we had some good group matches going. We've had plenty of connections and people playing. And we had a full house, you know, on most matches, you know, at least seven or eight people. So him and I have quite a bit of uh, experience with it. So, but... Mm -hmm. Before that, then, what were your first thoughts within the first few minutes? Were they similar to ours, or, or what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm right in the boat with you guys. I, I found it as a very immersive experience, especially when you're watching alongside. Um, you know, I had a lot of fun because we were playing in private matches, and in private matches, you're allowed to watch Jason. And I was having a lot of fun after I died just kind of watching Jason walk around and hunt people down the thrill of the chase. It really does feel like... You know, it feels like you're watching that movie, but you're cheering your friend on. I mean, everybody's on the headsets, and everyone's kind of, like, yelling at each other and, and screaming and running off in different directions and panicking, and, you know, you're calling to each other across the map. And, and you know, it's just so much fun. And, like, you know, I think a little bit different from other games, like if you play like a GTA or something like that, like, there's so much teamwork involved here, and there's so much communication involved. But it can also set you back because Jason can hear you. So it's a lot of fun in, in that sense of, of style of gameplay and making it feel like a Friday the 13th movie. You know, I think that the goals for the counselors are fun. Um, you know, you either start the car, get in the boat, or, you know, escape with the cops. Each comes with its own, like, strategy and style to get in the car. I mean, I mean, Nathan, you know, we've had some fun times where we've all gotten in the car and Jason is morphing back and forth on the road. We're driving in reverse and we're driving forward and we're trying to turn around and you know, everyone's in the car and the people in the car can't really do anything. They're at the will of the driver. And all of that is, you know, as you're sitting in a dark room with your headset on and, you know, the only thing you see is like the tunnel vision they put you in with the music blaring. It makes you feel like you're in a Friday the 13th movie. And that's, 
why we all invested in this game. That's why we all bought this game. We definitely had some some fun times with that. I would say that's probably the most fun I've really ever had online gaming was over the weekend. Obviously, when you have a group of people that you know and you can communicate you know, with the headsets, obviously we figured out real quick that you have to mute Jason. Otherwise, he's going to show <laughs> up and kick your ass immediately from people giving away spoilers. But, you know, that's kind of a... A nice advantage for for the Jason character too is you know just have to learn if you're going to leave the audio open just not to say too much to give it away but then again it's hard to communicate what you need to communicate with the others mm-hmm. if you do that so then we obviously started you know muting Jason and I think that kind of helped out because then we were able yeah. to say you know whatever the hell we wanted to and you know like you said getting in the car and getting in the boat and yeah there were some there were some pretty cool times where you know like you said driving in reverse and uh or being in the boat you know there was a time where uh i took someone out they were in the boat and i was able to get them from from the water so i thought that was pretty cool that jason was actually fast enough to catch him in the boat but yeah we had some really good matches in there i mean countless matches actually and you know you you're you're voting for jason to win and you're cheering on you know the counselors too and it's it's just so much fun and the few matches that I played online, you know, with the public, it was just like, yeah, this is still kind of fun, but it's just not the same. I'd much rather play with my friends and my connections online than, you know, listening to, you know, probably 13 year old kids, you know, just talking shit. It's just not, <laughs> it's just not near as fun as, you know, playing in the private matches with your friends. Yeah, no, it's something to be said when you're playing with your friends. And I think like when I have played in the quick matches and, um, and things like that. I've definitely, it's, it's definitely a different experience because you don't know, you know, there's different peoples at different levels. So you don't know if they know the game well, or, um, they just might be a jerk. And so sometimes you got to play with the jerk <laughs> in, in your, in your uh, squad and you got to listen to them talk shit while you're trying to run around and collect the battery or something. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the most fun when you're playing with the people you know with because you can pick on each other in like a great way and, and have a lot of fun. Um, I mean, we've laughed really, really hard playing this game, like for so many different reasons. And, you know, I, I, that's, that's the one thing I've noticed is that like when we're playing, like I can tell that we're all enjoying it and everyone's having a good time. Um, and, you know, I think that's definitely the theme of it. Oh, for sure. I mean, for those that haven't had a chance to play it that much, you know, if, if you have enough connections, I know some people, uh, they only bought the game, you know, or bought a PS4 just to play the game. So they might not have as many connections as others do in the online community. But to me, that's just simply where it is. And it's a shame that Eric missed out on uh, some of the matches that we had this weekend. But yeah, I mean, obviously it was a holiday weekend. People had things going, but we're, we're going to get you in there with some of them. We've got a few others that haven't really had a chance to hop on much either. So we'll definitely, we'll definitely make up for that with you. Well, I mean, I can see that, but someone like me, I I am one of the people that bought a PS4 solely because of the video game. I, I if you guys want to play the game with myself or Nathan or Vincent, let us know. If it's something you guys want to do, we'll do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, if anybody wants to message in with your gamer tags, we can go ahead and add you. You know, that's no problem. Like I said, depending on your time zone, because we figured that out real quick. We you know we had a lot of people in the matches that were from different time zones, so. They'd have to hop off, you know, it might be late for them or, you know, just whatever. So, you know, with people playing all over the world, you know, all over the country, that's obviously a factor in trying to get your private matches, you know, squared away. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, whoever wants to link up, you know, feel free to drop us your gamer tags and, and we'll all hook up and play. I've had a chance to play with a bunch of the fans over the weekend too. And it's just been, 
you know, just exciting, and I've just had a great time with it, and I'm looking forward to to more of it. I was going to say, how do you guys have enjoyed playing as Jason? Well, my first thought with Jason was, damn, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And (laughs) that was probably at first because, obviously, you know, Jason can't run as fast as the counselors, so it's like, you know, even part three or part two Jason, and it's like, damn. And then you figure out the shifting capabilities and you get the morphing figured out and the timing and everything. And then it's like, eh, it doesn't matter now. Once you get that down, it was like, okay, Jason's, it was a lot harder than I thought at first, but once I figured those out, it was not an issue. So yeah, you know, I, I have just as much fun, I think, playing with either one because, you know, obviously it's fun to to beat Jason, you know, and escape and, you know, or make it to the police or, you know, just whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, Either way, I'm I'm cool with either one at this point. Now I might change my mind later and say I like Jason better, but at this point, I'm I'm fine with playing either. I know that that's what they intended to do from the get go, and you know, do you, you know how rare it is for people to to deliver on their promises? I mean, really, and they did from the get go. That's uh, that's so impressive, and that's just integrity. I, I just. What I have played has just been so phenomenal. I've not ventured over to the the private party, uh, so uh, I've been with the masses, and I, I'm I'm so glad. I, I it's frustrating from that perspective, but these guys it blew up. I, I'm I'm just so happy for them. You know, I I'm as happy with this as I am a Friday movie. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, it was so highly anticipated, you know, two years in the making or however long it was exactly. I'm thinking it's been right about two years. So very highly anticipated and very cinematic. And they did do a great job. You know, people are going to complain. I've seen all the complaints online. And some people would complain if their fucking ice cream was cold. I don't really take into consideration a lot of those complaints because I look at it objectively. And this is not a Rockstar Games creation this is not uh, a huge backing you know this is a small company and i think for what they had to work with i think they did a good job with it you know there's some things that i could that i could say that i'm not real pleased with but either way i still have a game that i think is fun to play so you know some of the little things that i wish they would change or would have made different or just whatever i'm still not upset with because i'm still having a blast playing it regardless. There is the authenticity there. Regardless, if you don't like the graphics, you have the authenticity of the campsites and the different maps. You have the authenticity of the character itself and just some cool shit there. So, you know, the complaints, I just don't, I just don't really take much in into consideration with those. I've got my own opinions and I'm going to play and have fun with it regardless. So how about being Tommy fucking Jarvis? The shit that you can do that it's attached now, they are missing one vital, vital, and I can't stress this enough, vital things they are missing from a Friday movie, or game rather, the one and only. And I have not seen any reference to him as of yet. Crazy Ralph? There's a reference to him. Where? I didn't, I've not seen you got to, um, outside of one of the cabins, the camera, I think, I think still water in one of the ones where everyone's still water, but there's a, there's a bike resting outside one of the cabins. Yeah, there is. Every time I run by it, I always think about that. I'm like, oh, it's crazy Ralph's back. I know where I am. But <laughs> I, I, w- I want to hear it, that man. I'm doomed. Oh, you want to hear him. That would be fun. 
or yeah, Sam that would be as cool. a prophet of doom instead of just uh, Jason getting hacked or excuse me, uh, instead of Jason uh, hacking a uh, Rob Deer looking guy. Uh, <laughs> Have uh, Crazy Ralph come Ralph in and tell them we're all doomed? You're all doomed. That would be funny. What's that you say? That is hilarious. Yeah, that would have been cool if they could have fit that in. Obviously, we have the voice of Mrs. Voorhees, so to have the Crazy Ralph voice, yeah, that would have been a, a good throwback as well. But, you know, you can't complain either way. You know, they did have that that Easter egg in there, if you want to call it that. I, I do recall the bike itself, and, you know, that crosses your mind. But when you don't actually see a see a physical reference of the, the character itself or hear the mm-hmm. reference, I, I see what you mean by that. But some of the other Easter eggs, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys have noticed some of them. There's, uh, you know, one I noticed the other day that I thought was really cool was the newspaper stack that throws a shout out to Mario Kerner from the Props Museum for uh, lending some reference, you know, to help get the details on some of the stuff in the game. So I thought that was pretty cool. There's a lot of good stuff. I saw, you know, I've seen like small things like Teddy's hat, you know, in a couple of places you see the Book of the Occult on some of the desktops. Um, there's, you know, there's stuff sprinkled from everyone and everywhere. And it's just, it, it, what's amazing to me is the detail on, on the houses and, you know, the Packenack Lodge and Camp Crystal Lake and the way they got the bathrooms right and the way they got all those buildings right. Um, it's crazy to kind of walk around and then, like, actually see inside of it, not from a film's perspective, but actually you yourself walking around and seeing what the set was meant to look like. I think that that's a really cool feature for, you know, diehards of the, of the series from the films. Um, you know, you have a chance to kind of look around sometimes during the game, like, yeah, Jason's chasing you, but you stop and you take a moment to look around. I mean, while we've been playing private matches, we've stopped just to knock Jason's mask off, just to walk around Jason and look at the way that they've modeled the clothing. And yeah, you know, just like you mentioned with the knocking of the mask off, that's another thing, uh, Eric, that you can do in the private matches is it might be cheating or whatever you want to call it, but you can be like, hey, stop and, you know, let me knock your mask off and, and not be able to get, you know, a machete shoved up your ass for doing that. So you get to do some of the cool things or you might have a time where you say, all right, you know, everybody just, you know, don't do anything. Just, hey, we want to check this out. You know, everybody wants to walk around and look at Jason unmasked or, you know, and when we first started playing, it's, you know, don't kill anyone. Don't do anything. You want to run around and check shit out a little bit. So that's been that's been the beauty with the uh, the private matches, and especially if you want to, especially if you want to kill Jason, which I've actually done, and some of the other people in my group they've made it happen too. But that's going to be hard as hell to do in a regular match. You know, in a private match, you can uh, organize everybody and make it happen. And I'm sure there's been a ton of other people out there that have done it, but that's pretty badass. And I mean, you want to talk about cinematic when you kill Jason like that. And you know, I I don't, I don't see, yeah, I'm not, I'm not throwing out any spoilers. I'm just saying it is very cinematic and I'm just saying it will be completely very difficult to get that done in a regular match. I don't really see really at this point, I don't see how that's going to happen in a regular match because there's a lot of things involved and you really would have to have cooperation or somebody that is just so inexperienced playing the game and a bunch of experienced counselors. That might be the only way you can make it happen. Yeah. It takes a real group effort um, because so many things have to go right. Yeah. And even with everyone in cooperation, the first time that, uh, that I did it, you know, it took us two or three times, you know, you're not necessarily going to get it right on the first time. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it's, 
after you do it once, then it's like, oh, okay, now I know exactly what to do. But if you don't have others involved with you that know what to do, you can have somebody mess it up and then you have to start all over again. So it's a mm-hmm. cheating way to get the, the hero badge for killing Jason, but eh, it is what it is. I don't care. I wanted to see what it was like and had a group that was willing to, to do that. So we made it happen. I was just in a private match where uh, I was Jason and they were trying to team up to pull that off and I got them right in the middle of it. Like they were all kind of banding together and I just morphed right in the middle of them and grabbed Tommy Jarvis and killed them right there and I was like, enough of that. None of this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, another thing I wanted to talk about too that we had a couple pretty cool things with in our matches, Vin, and that's the glitching. You know, a lot of people, (laughs) Yeah, you know, obviously that is what it is. And I'm not a tech guy. I don't know if that's something that's being caused by the servers. I really don't know what causes that. Not really here. Yeah, I'm not, you know, not to debate that or anything. But for right now, if it's something that might get cleared up later, then so be it. But for right now, uh, in our matches, we've had quite a quite a bit of glitching. Now, whether that be a character that's just stuck in position, just, you know, doing 360s or your screens froze or we've had players that were like half the body is stuck through the floor and the legs are are above the floor and the legs are stuck, you know, below, but just to discuss, you know, how funny some of the glitches have actually been. Uh, I've seen some of the videos that people put on YouTube and it's like, wow, that's just hilarious. Uh, you know, Vin and I have had a couple really funny ones. There was uh, one where my character actually, uh, I went to get out from underneath a bed and then all of a sudden my character is walking around with his head basically on the ceiling and doing laps around the room. And then Jason comes in and can't, can't get me because I'm too high up. And, uh, I think Vin had that happen where his character did that above a campsite. The character was, was just walking around in circles above the campsite with the feet basically kind of at the top of Jason's head and Jason couldn't reach the character. And uh, out on the lake and and everything. And And you like start to go in like this slide mode where there's no interaction with the so you're just kind of, it's almost like running on ice. So if you run and stop, keep kind of going for a little bit because there's no intersection, nothing stops. So, yeah, those were you know, pretty it's pretty funny. Yeah, but I mean, for, for me, like, I'm sitting there going, well, at least I'm going to live this round. And this is kind of funny. And you kind of get Jason chasing this, this blind person around. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we're all sitting around there watching this because you got everyone else spectating. And then Jason's the last person. We're all laughing together, laughing at it. And kind of being like, yeah, whatever. Like, this is what it is right now. But, you know, enjoy it while, while it lasts. It's almost as entertaining as if it was working perfectly. Oh, for sure. And I think the best one that I've seen so far, um, just in my own experience, is not with some of the funnier videos that, that are out there with some that others have had, but then had one where he had killed Tommy Jarvis. And the Tommy Jarvis character, you know, disappears off the floor. But the person controlling Tommy is able to just continue walking around and the vantage point from their screen was, uh, it, it was, it was basically a ghost of Tommy Jarvis. So we were able to coordinate, you know, Vin as Jason and able to coordinate basically the ghost of Tommy. And Vin was actually able to reach out and grab this invisible character, which I think somebody re- got it recorded, but was able to reach out and grab this invis- invisible character and get the kill on him again so it was basically like the other kill didn't even happen, but it was the strangest thing because it's like he's dead, but then there's a ghost walking around, but you're able to get the ghost of Tommy Jarvis. So I don't know if that's happened with anybody else, but we, we killed the ghost of Tommy. And, you know, a, a lot of that, uh, it, and other than latency servers, 
and you're going to have some software issues. There's n- no doubt about it, but that's an easy patch, a very easy patch, especially for those guys. Uh, and so it's it's just waiting. I mean, it's it's all just a waiting game. Enjoy it while you can, because if it uh, if seeing if it's if they're doing funny things, then enjoy it while while it lasts. Because I mean, that really is just a simple software fix and. I don't think there's anything that those guys haven't. Their their media team's been so awesome on social media, on Twitter, Twitch, mm-hmm. Steam. Uh, how many mm-hmm. different platforms are they promoting on? And it's, I mean, it's a Friday the 13th game. If it were done on a high budget, something like a Call of Duty, I mean, seriously, would that really be Friday the 13th? I mean, I don't think it would be. I think that that would get... There's something about being a backer and having this game as part of our contributions, you know? And, I mean, I I can see past a lot of the errors. I've heard a lot of people gripe and get whiny, and that's old. Uh, But I don't see how you could say this... There's no way that you could just be like, oh, this game sucks, unless you're just that stubborn. And if you're, that's the case, well, you're you're a rock anyway, and there's not any use of trying to get through to you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like I said, I don't know all the tech stuff. You know, I, I do understand internet speeds can affect things, and, you know, the servers obviously affect things. But, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of trouble. You know, there was a time, uh, the Friday afternoon, I did have a, some problems there, and I already knew that there was a boom going on, and I just came back to it later and then uh didn't have any problems you know throughout the evening the only time i really had an issue i think was saturday evening there was a about an hour where i couldn't get back on and everybody else in my group was still playing so once i was able to get back on everything went pretty smooth and everything's been pretty smooth from there and i've seen people posting and and personal friends you know talking that they weren't even able to get on all weekend you know which is unfortunate but uh you know i don't i don't know I mean, location didn't really seem to play an effect in it. It was just kind of either you're in or you're out. So, you know, for those that were affected all weekend, you know, I, I feel for you, but you waited a couple of years for it. You know, what's a few more days because some people that even were playing, you know, like we've said, you know, the quality of the gameplay hasn't been that great, you know, with the glitching and things like that. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but a few more days certainly wouldn't hurt you. I mean, it's it's worth the wait either way. Yeah, I mean, and those guys down at the game were working all weekend trying to fix everything, and, you know, they were constantly posting updates. I remember the servers went down, you know, sometimes Saturday morning so they could reboot them up and get them, you know, to handle more more users. So we're taking the steps, and I think that that's what's important, is that you see a company that's involved with their product, they're involved with their users, they answer the questions, they constantly give updates. You know, there's like a live stream going over there, basically, with their Twitter feed. You know, I think that that's kind of the, the one of the best things is that they're so involved and they're so, you know, dedicated to making this game um, as best as it could be. Um, I definitely see that, and I can see that effort being put into this product. And I'm enjoying it, and I'm looking forward to the things that they have in store. And, you know, I wish them the best of luck as they continue to fix the technical things and, and you know, and kind of weed everything out and smooth everything out. But in the meantime, you know, we're having fun, and they did a great job. And, you know, I couldn't couldn't really ask for anything more at this point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as a producer yourself, you know, or, or producers ourselves, we, we know what 
some of the backlash can be like and, you know, kind of what it takes sometimes to, to rectify, you know, obviously our projects are different than theirs and I can't even imagine, you know, some of the hate mail that they've received, but their social media presence, you're right, has just been awesome. And they've just been great with that. And, you know, if people just can't understand what's actually happening, you know, you have this small company that's, like I said, should be proud that they had more than double what they were originally anticipating. So what's a couple more days? I, I'd say, you know, do what you can do and, you know, be proud that it had that many people to cause a server meltdown. You know, obviously that's not a good thing, but it's kind of a proud thing. It's kind of, I don't know, is that a double-edged sword? I don't know. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely it is. It's a double-edged sword. It's something that we just got to live with. Well, like I said, it, some things they just, it is what it is. That's really all you can describe it as. And I know that some people, you know, cleared their schedules or might've taken time off specifically to play the game and then they weren't able to. So they're disappointed. So then they're going to bash, you know, the guys at the game for it. And I get that. And I'd be frustrated too, if I took, you know, two or three vacation days off to specifically play the game and then I couldn't, but such is life, you know, that's what happens. Things happen like that. So it's just one of those things where, you just have to deal with it. Yeah, most people like to get a little in the cold either. I mean, they'll play, they'll be able to get up there. You know, it really just kind of stinks that, that people weren't able to to participate this weekend. But like I said, like you know, they're, they're on our side. It's not like, it doesn't feel like when you when you get some of the larger games where, you know, it's this faceless company that just rolls it out and they roll out updates when they want and they do whatever they need to do and never really have that interaction. Like, you have that interaction now. And when you interact with the devs, you can choose to be civil or you can choose to be a dick. And no matter how upset you are, like, these are human beings. They, you know, people make mistakes or things get, you know, like they said, they made a miscalculation. They didn't think that this many people were going to be playing. So it was a catch-22. You know, they ended up, you know, tripling or, you know, quadrupling their number that they thought that they were going to have, which ultimately that many people playing and that much interest is just going to lead to more and more, you know, updates in the game and us getting more and more things and the, and the reacher, you know, the, the reach level goals that we didn't get through Kickstarter. Maybe we see that because there's so many people and if people can be patient and, you know, once they get going, they're going to get fired up and they're going to get to play this game and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be worth it. The wait's going to be worth it because we're all having a lot of fun. And, you know, in, in a couple of months we start getting those new, you know, single player whenever that rolls out you know, different, you know, if they do other updates, different maps, things like that. It's going to be interesting to see how this, this game evolves. What's the latest news on Savini, Jason, on the PS4 platforms? And are other platforms having uh, the Savini, Jason? Do you guys know? I think I think Steam has Savini, Jason. I've, I've definitely seen gameplay of Savini, Jason with Steam. PS4, I do not believe the codes have been out yet. The last update that I saw as of this podcast um, had them working on that. basically PS4 has to give a clearance for the codes to take it, take, um, take be active. Um, and they haven't done that yet. So we're waiting on PS4 to approve the codes and then they will become active. And I think it's the same thing on Xbox. So they were trying to fix up PS4 yesterday and then Xbox today. Right on. I, I mean, I'm still anxiously anticipating playing it, uh, as Savini Jason. And it's just I, I'm enamored by the amount of love and detail that went in this project, and uh, and I'm not kissing anyone's ass. If it were shit, I'd say it was shit. But I mean, it's beautiful. Uh, that I'm just I, I'm gobsmacked at it. And yeah, 
kudos. I just I can't wait to play more. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be good to link up with some other people. And if you haven't had a chance to do the the private match thing, you'll definitely appreciate that. You know, like I said, you don't have to listen to some of the other people talking shit online or you know whatever it is some of that can get a little annoying you know it's much better playing with people that you know at least that's that's my thought on it but let's uh let's talk about real quick i mean were there anything that you guys were i i don't know if i'd call it disappointed in were there things that you expected to see and didn't see or is there anything that you were just like oh i didn't really you know i didn't really expect that i mean or maybe maybe some things that you don't like about the game necessarily. Uh, you know, like for me, uh, one thing that I've noticed, and I understand it, and it's just kind of kind of weird at first when you watch it. Now it doesn't bother me so much, but at first when I seen Jason stunned, and then you see other counselors like you know running up and beating the shit out of him, like he doesn't. There's no reaction, and it was just like, hmm. You know, you would think there'd be some kind of reaction. Uh, with all these people standing around clubbing him while he's, you know, stunned, but you don't, you don't get anything. So there's just little things like that throughout the game that kind of take a little bit to get used to. At least that's my, you know, that's my outlook on it. You know, it would be a cool fool's errand for them to have it to where once you have Jason stunned, you can keep pounding on him and it be a fool's errand. And he jumps up and is, is an instant rage mode and, and wipe you out and does that you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah like i said you know there's so many different ways that they could have went with it but when you see it happening for the first time you're just kind of like hmm you know what's up with that like they're standing there clubbing him but he's just you know standing there and obviously you don't see stuff like that in the film so it just kind of throws you off a little bit as far as you know wow, that didn't do anything, you know, to him, you, you know, you would think it would at least, you know, knock him down. And, you know, obviously even if they just stand there and keep clubbing him, you know, he's just going to get back up anyway, but there's just little, little small details like that, that kind of threw me off when I first seen him. Now I don't think anything about it, but it's just observations when you first start playing, I guess. Yeah. I think the, the learning curve on the game is, is pretty steep um, to really get, you know, functionally, um, decent at the game um, you know the you're in one wrong place and it's the difference between shutting the door on Jason and shutting the door on yourself and locking yourself outside with Jason <laughs> like things like that constantly jumping through windows when I don't want to jump through windows I mean some of the I mean don't get me wrong user error probably 99% of the time but there seems to be um, there's definitely a lot of ways where you can kind of if you're just standing in the wrong place, you're just sensitive on the controllers enough. You can, you know, you can hurt your character pretty bad and then kind of set you apart. I would say that there's something, there's something to be said about some of the interactive between some of the things like changing drawers. It's, you'll kind of keep going back to the same drawer every now and then if you're just tilted the wrong way and if you overcorrect and things like that. Yeah, and a lot of people say this seems to be. I don't know if I want to call it a complaint, but just a comment throughout a lot of the gameplay that I've been involved in is, holy shit, driving is hard as fuck. Yeah, driving is very hard. I mean, the the car is all over the road. Um, It definitely makes it challenging. I've actually found it easier to drive in reverse, even though it's 10 times slower. Um, It's like driving a monster truck with the rear wheels, but um, yeah, driving is really hard. I've crashed a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely hard to drive. There's no doubt about that. But hey, if they made it easy, then obviously you have to have some advantages, you know, for Jason. So I kind of get that. 
And uh, one of the things that I'd like to mention just that cracks me the hell up is that's the characters' faces. Chad's face in the opening, and obviously some of the characters as they're running through the woods, they've just got, like, the craziest faces on them. And it's funny, but it's just kind of like it throws you off when you first see it. You're like, why the hell does he have that look on his face? Yeah, no, there's definitely – I mean, the animation there is definitely not where they – they put most of their time, I would say. I think that they, they get, they got, they got, but they spent a lot of, I, you know, when you're working with, you know, the budget they had, and I'm sure that they were working, you know, you got to really pick and choose where you're spending your money. And I definitely can see where they have and they haven't. And I think that they, you know, for the, for the most part, the game's not going to get that much better with better facial graphics or animation on those guys. Like they definitely spend the money on Jason. He's awesome. The kill. Oh, well, I mean, we should probably talk about the kills in a little bit, but you know, the kills are really good. Um, you know, some of the stuff that happens in there, you know, there's little, you know, like we've been talking about, there's little technical things here and there. There's little surface interaction um, issues here and there. You see people passing through things or getting stuck in windows. Um, but, you know, those are fixable. That, that's the good news is those are actually pretty fixable items. It just takes some time for them to work on it. And I'm sure they're aware of it. And it just goes on the list. And then depending on priority, they'll, they'll get to it. But I can see these things slowly weeding their way out as the weeks go on once they – you know, I think once they get the servers all stabilized and things like that, we'll probably start to see the patches to, to help us with those types of things in the game. Yeah, definitely. And I'm anxious to see, you know, the improvements. And, uh, you know, it just it is what it is for now. We just have to deal with it. But, hey, at least we got the game. And yeah. you mentioned you mentioned talking about the kills, and that's definitely something that uh, we're going to talk about right before we close this out. So with the kills in mind and – I mean, obviously, you and I have played a lot, Vin, so we've seen a lot of them. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Eric, I, I know you haven't had a chance to play as much, but I, I know you've seen the YouTube videos and the trailers and stuff out there. What are some of the, the better kills, in your opinion, that you've seen so far? Um, I I have loaded a three different kills that I... Uh, the jaw rip is phenomenal, and the head squeeze is phenomenal as well and i i just can't believe the graphics that they put in it's like it almost hurts when you see some of them you know like the nut chop <laughs> oh yeah yeah i don't particularly have a, a favorite yet um i don't know that i've actually seen all of them but you know some of, of them are very similar so there is a lot of variations but some of them are you know pretty similar but one of the cooler ones that i personally like is the head in the fireplace i think that's just awesome so if oh, yeah. as of as of right now if i had to pick a favorite one i'd say that's probably it right now because that's one of the less common ones i mean obviously if you don't get them you know right there right then you know you're not going to be able to pull that kill off so i'd say that's probably um right now my number one and it's so oh, yeah. brutal too to see that it's, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking brutal yeah the fire just picks up and keeps going it's crazy yeah. And of course, in private matches, if you want to try that, you know, you can just have your friend be like, you know, hey, step on over here. Let me do the fireplace kill on you if they're willing to let you do that. And you can try out, you know, some of the environmental kills. You know, there's awesome environmental kills, you know, if you're close enough to anything or if you have a friend, you know, that will let you just meet them somewhere and, and try it out. You know, that's always cool to do. But uh, what what are some of your favorites, Vin? Um, I'm definitely very thrilled with all of the part eight axe attacks. Um, all this, like all three of them are in my repertoire. There's a, there's a jaw rip. There's one where he just goes berserker and just keeps chopping the person until he chops their head off. And then there's the axe throw. 
which is probably my favorite. I think the extra, there's, it's just so much fun. And then you can see, I think, especially when you're in eight and that is Kane's, you know, actual character to see that. And, you know, I think eight is like a little bit taller than the other Jason's too. I just really like his imposing presence in the game and his kills are like, are amazing. His like specific kills. Yeah. I would have to say that from the gameplay that I've seen, you know, part eight seems to be, you know, pretty much the most badass stuff, you know, right now. And I don't understand why he's bigger than all the other characters, but you know, that's whatever. But yeah, he's pretty imposing. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun to play him. Um, and you, you know, the environment kills are fun. I saw a video the other day where you can put somebody in one of the uh, chairs on, on the porch of Pakanak Lodge and just like crush them in it, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Like I hadn't seen that yet. So I think that, that that's pretty interesting. And I think there's a lot more uh, environment kills out there to be had that we haven't discovered. Oh yeah, I'm sure of that, no doubt. But anyways, just moving on, you know, we've talked a little bit in general just about some observations and our own experiences. So let's go ahead and close this out by final thoughts. And Eric, I'll let you start first. Just uh, final thoughts in general as of right now. I mean, gameplay overall, everything that I could nitpick, and that's what I would be doing, this game is a solid 9.5 on any scale. And I'm so happy that some indie guys from Kentucky put it out and did so fucking well. And just kudos to all that were involved. And I'm happy to have supported you guys along the entire way. Thank you. Awesome. Vin? Yeah, I mean, I would, you know, I'm just going to say the same thing in, in a way that, you know, I'm, I was a backer at this from the beginning, and I'm very proud that, that I, you know, put my money into this. And, you know, two years later, I've been sitting here with a game that I can play, and it's the game that I was hoping for. So I think that they definitely, um, they definitely got, got me on that realm. Um, and then as far as moving forward, I'm looking forward to what they have. I'm enjoying it now, and I know that kind of the sky is the limit. We just have to keep supporting it, and we're looking forward to see, you know, what comes next. Yeah, and I'd basically just be mirroring everything that you guys just said. You know, I'm just glad that we have the game. We've not had a a horror franchise game, you know, in recent times like that. You know, nothing, obviously, from Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween. You know, obviously, you know, we're... and Nightmare on Elm Street are on the works, I do believe. Yeah, I don't don't know. I'm not not familiar with those projects, but, you know, we're a Friday show. I'm a Friday fan, so I'm just glad to have, you know, the Friday (laughs) game. So, hey, if Nightmare comes out, awesome. If Chucky comes out, that's great, too, you know, along with whatever other games come out. But I wouldn't buy a PS4 for that. Yeah, well, to each their own. (laughs) But, you know, like I said, I'm just glad to have the game. It's a lot of fun to play. I'm more partial to the private matches. Like I said, I'd rather play with my friends and, you know, have a good time and laugh and and poke at each other and, you know, just a lot of fun. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what the upgrades or updates are. But as of right now, I'm just enjoying it, you know, the, the scenery. The, the small details are awesome. I, I could I could nitpick also, you know, and talk about some of the gameplay stuff, but this isn't a, a rock star game like we talked about. You know, it it is what it is. I know I've said that a bunch, but, you know, it's just a, a lot of fun, and anybody who has not played it yet, go over to a friend's house that has it, you know, get it yourself. You know, you won't be disappointed either way. Turn the lights off, put the headphones on, just submerse yourself, and just basically put yourself in the movie and have some fun. Well, all right, that wraps up another episode of Return to Camp Blood, so please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our Facebook page or email at feedback at campbloodpodcast.com. 
This episode is brought to you by FridayThe13Franchise.com and Never Hike Alone. Until next time. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.